Hey everyone, welcome to The Platform. I'm your host, Chad Balthrop, and every Monday through Friday, we're doing our devotions together. Today we're reading in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, just two verses today, verses 12 and 13. Here's what it says. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 12 and 13. And we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, be at peace among yourselves. That's 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 12 and 13. And I got to tell you, even though there are only two verses here, there are two things inside these two verses that I think are really relevant for us. And I'm going to start with the easy one, and then I'm going to move to the hard one. The easy one is it says, and I urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord. And you know, there are just so many people from government officials to those who are first responders, to those who work in the healthcare industry, to those who uh, serve as pastors in our churches, or maybe even volunteers who lead out in specific areas of ministry inside the life of our churches, to those in our families, like our moms and dads, husbands and wives. There are so many people who have some kind of, they bear some kind of responsibility for our health and well-being, and then specifically, some of them bear responsibility for our spiritual lives. There will come a day when some of these men and women, when moms and dads, when husbands and wives, when pastors and teachers and, and Sunday school leaders, there will come a day when they stand before God and they won't simply answer for their own faith and their own actions. They will actually give an account to God for the actions and the beliefs of those who followed them. And I just believe that men and women like that, they're worthy of our respect, they're worthy of our honor, they're worthy of our prayers. And I hope that today that you're praying, if you're a child or a teenager, I hope you're praying for your mom and dad. If you're a member of a church, I hope you're praying for your pastor. I've seen it online several times that that we, we've not ever served, uh, we, we, we've not ever had a moment where the pastor that you uh, serve with uh, or that you attend church with, where he's led a church through a, a, a worldwide pandemic, there's not a world leader today who has experience at leading the world through a worldwide pandemic. I hope you're praying for leaders in our government at the local, national, and, and state levels. I hope you're praying for your pastor. I hope you're praying for your Sunday school teacher. And I hope that you'll take time out of your day to write a note, to send an email, to send a text, to just simply encourage those who bear responsibility for you. They don't just bear responsibility for your physical well-being, specifically pastors and small group leaders, specifically teachers. They bear responsibility for everything that they would teach you. And so I hope that you pay close attention to the things that they teach, that you honor them by the way you honor the words that they speak to you. And even in those moments when we get it wrong as leaders, even in those moments whenever we are off base, that you would love us and care for us enough to lovingly correct back to our heart. Because I know, I, I just know so many pastors, I know so many teachers whose desire isn't a selfish desire, it's a desire for you. It's a desire that you would be, well, that you would be rooted and grounded in your faith, that you would be equipped and established in your faith, and that you would grow up as a mature believer, able to lead and to serve others 
as well. And so today, I hope that you'll honor those who bear some kind of responsibility for you, that you'll pray for them, that you'll encourage them, that you'll give thanks for them. And so that's the the first word of encouragement in these two verses. And the second word of encouragement is, is related to that. And we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love's sake, excuse me, in love, excuse me, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, be at peace among yourself. You know, the first idea is a relatively easy idea, that we would pray for our leaders, that we would encourage them, that we would give thanks for them, and that we would let them know it. The the more challenging idea is this idea of submission, that last phrase, that we would be at peace among ourselves. You know, the easiest way uh, to to deal with a lack of submission in our own hearts is to be critical of the leadership decisions of others. And submission is such a challenging topic for people. All you have to do to, to get anybody riled up is to suggest that they ought to submit to someone else's authority. Yet scripture seems to highly value that quality of character that is submission, that you would willingly take to, and choose to lay your strength aside so that you can honor the strength of another, that you would willingly lay aside your authority, not your responsibility, that you would lay aside your authority so that you could fulfill the responsibility of another. You see, submission is exactly what Jesus modeled for us in his relationship with his heavenly Father. We see that in Philippians chapter 2. How he laid aside, he laid aside everything it meant to be God in order to become human. And then he laid aside even his humanity. He he was accused of a crime he didn't commit. He took on your sin and mine, and he took the punishment and penalty for a crime that that wasn't his. And he did all of that. He submitted to the punishment that, that you and I should have, and he did that in order to honor God and to draw us back to our Heavenly Father in order to make a way for our salvation. Had Christ not chosen to submit, then our lives would be very, very different. I would actually dare say that without Christ's submission, that our salvation would simply not be possible. He submitted himself, according to Philippians, to be a slave, to be a servant to those around him. He's the one who said that uh, that the Son of Man didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. You can't serve if you don't willingly submit. And here Jesus is, the Prince of Peace, the God of the universe, waiting tables and, and washing the feet of his disciples and modeling for each and every one of us what it means to be a servant. Well, servant service simply isn't possible without submission. So I wonder who can you submit to today? Not so that you give up your responsibility, but so that you can honor the responsibility and the authority of someone else, so that you can be at peace among yourselves. What can you give up today so that you can bring peace to your family? What can you give up today so that you can bring peace to your church? What can you give up to pe- give up today so that you can bring peace to your homeowners association? What can you give up today so that you can bring peace to your workplace? I actually think that that submission 
is one of those qualities of character, not the kind of submission that comes from weakness, but the kind of submission that's based on strength. The idea that says, I'm not following you because I have to, I'm following you because I choose to. I'm not laying down my rights because you demand it and you can hurt me otherwise. That's not humility, that's humiliation. You you bow before the king because the king can have you killed, right? That's not humility, that's humiliation. No, you, submission is the idea that I know my strength and you know my strength, but I have chosen in this moment to use my strength on your behalf. And I'm submitting to you in this moment in order to honor God and to honor you and to bring peace into this place. And that is such a challenging word that we would honor those who are responsible for us by praying for them, by giving thanks for them and to them, by encouraging them, and then by taking the strength and the intelligence and the wisdom and the resources that God has given to us and by willingly employing them on the behalf of those who are responsible for us and responsible to us. I wonder how we can encourage, pray for, and submit to our leaders today. Let's pray that back to our Heavenly Father. Father, thank you so much for Jesus and for the example that he gave to us in what it means to submit. Thank you for the way he served his disciples. Thank you for the way he has served me and so many other people uh, simply by laying his life down on the cross at Calvary. Pray that we would never take that for granted. I'm so thankful that he used all of who he was on our behalf so that we might have a right relationship with God. And so today, I do pray for our world leaders at the national, state, and local level. Give them wisdom. Thank you so much for the decisions that they're making. They're difficult decisions. They need your wisdom. They need your spirit. So I pray that you would pour that out abundantly on them. Thank you for our pastor, Chris Wall, and for the other pastors on our staff. I pray that you would bless them and their families with supernatural rest, with supernatural wisdom, and that they would continue to honor you in the decisions they make and in the way they work for our good and for our benefit in the life of our church. And I do pray, Father, that you would help me today, help me to submit where necessary, where needed, help me to figure out ways to employ my strength for the responsibility and, the, and, and the, the benefit of others. We love you, Father, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to listen today. I hope you'll continue doing your devotions every day, whether this broadcast airs or not. I also hope that you'll press subscribe so that you can reach so that you can receive future episodes and you can help us connect with other people by liking, commenting or sharing this episode with a friend. Also, we hope you'll tune into our partner podcast, A Follower of One. It's available everywhere podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the platform. <music>